time for the Any Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad Yes, yes, this is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The Podcast Yeah, we're <laughs> back at it again, yes Once again Back at it, hearing the place to be in your ear canal, spitting that shit. Jubilantly. You know? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Jubilantly. I'm with that. How you doing, man? How you doing? Everything good, man. Everything good. We out here that's living life. That's what's up. I hear that. How about yeah, you? Living life, man. I'm chilling. I'm enjoying this shit, man. Deliberately. Did, yeah, you, man. did you get out the house yet? A little bit? A little something? Little bit, little something, you know, a little something. Nothing super crazy. What um, happened? Yeah, nothing. No, nowhere, nowhere in particular. <laughs> same old, same old grocery store uh, around the block. I haven't really been in the streets as of uh, not really. Now I'm still, I'm still a little bit uh, slow on the re-entry. Yeah, no doubt. But that's coming. Nah, yeah, but it might cool. be, you know what I'm saying? Shit, they saying it's a second wave, a surge. So, mm-hmm. you know, you might, you know, be already yeah. prepared for the next wave, you know? Yeah, I, I already batting down them hatches. Them hatches <laughs> stay batting down. Is that what it is, batting down? I don't even know how I, do. I only hear that when I, I hear batting down in the hatches. My hatches <laughs> been batting for a while. Uh, yeah, man, I, I hope there ain't no second wave, but if so... Shit, I think I'll be all right. I think I'll be all right, you know. You know, Lord willing. Nah, no but, doubt. Uh, you know? <clears throat> How's it going on out there, man? What's uh, up? Uh, shit, man, you know, it's going. Um, My brother-in-law, my sister's brother died, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, my condolences, yeah. Uh, sure. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, and it's, I ain't, you know, you know how it is when it's fresh, you know what I'm saying? It'd be a lot of conflicting reports, but, you know oh, what I'm okay. saying? Okay. They saying a COVID related pneumonia scenario. Ooh. So mm, mm. you know. Shit. Yeah. Mm. So that uh I don't know if the second wave is real or whatever, but you know, this shit's still popping off out here. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so tough. Stay strapped uh, up, you know what I'm saying? Stay, you yeah. know, get yourself that, get tested. That face if you on. Can. Yeah, get yeah. tested and you know know where you at with it. You still get tested every week, huh? Yeah, we get tested every week. You know, so you got huh? that. You got that. No COVID confidence in the world. No, 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 no. It's not a confidence because you don't know where. You know, it's just like how in the eighties used to think AIDS could just jump on you. You know what I'm saying? Well, right. COVID kind of, you know what I'm saying, seems to be really able to just jump on you, you know? Yeah, right, right. COVID really seemed to be living up to the hype. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, I, I stay with the, the masked up even when I'm, you know, moving about, you know, I'm staying, mm-hmm. staying tight with the mask. And interesting thing, man, you know, mm-hmm. interesting is like, you know, um, I was around him not too long ago. But, mm. but uh, you know, I, you know, that particular moment, you know, what I'm saying, I had, I had my mask on and I kept it on, you know, what I'm saying, even mm. my, you know, even my mother-in-law was like, why you got that mask on? I was like, well, you know, 
the real real was because you know my wife think I'm gonna kill her mama, so I stay with right, her. right, right. You know they want to say that. <laughs> I couldn't say right, that, right. but you know, yeah. so uh, my wife don't go around my mama. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> beef. It'll be real big. Yeah, then the mom was like, I invite who I want to my house. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, you know, but when I went, I took, you know, all my regular precautions like we take at the office. So kept my Uh mask on, you know, I kept my distance and, you know. uh, You know, so that was just weird, you know what I'm saying? Feel like, you know, you're dodging the COVID bullets, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's it's like, shit, you know? Damn. Was he sick when you saw him? or was Asymptomatic, I, huh? I can't say that he was, you know what I mean? I can't say that he was. Couldn't say that he wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. It, right, it wasn't right, like he was you. laid out, you know what I'm saying? Sweating from mm-hmm. a fever with the covers all. Yeah, it wasn't nothing like that. Okay. But, you know. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, so. Damn, man. But yeah, yeah so, man. you know, rest in peace to Robert Jr., you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that right. was that's crazy. So, all right, all right. so you know that's that. That's what's you know that's that was the the general what's happening right now. Tip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You I know. Can dig it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, it is you know on the flip side, there's you know good things happening too. So you know we'll get to those. You know. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get to it, man. I mean, uh, I definitely saw on the on the internets. Uh-huh. I got tagged into some shit. Seems like you've been uh. You've been watching the uh, the Lovecraft Country situation. Yeah, I'm done. I watched the whole shit. Ah, okay. Well, shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you did it. I didn't know yeah. for sure. I was like, yeah. I was like, this nigga really hedging a heavy bet. He doing nine hours, ten yeah. hours. He yeah. gonna do it? Yeah, I did. I, I did. I did it. the nine. I, I mean, I spaced it out a little bit too. You know, so I did. Uh-huh. Some, I like did like three in a row. Then I mm-hmm. came back. Did maybe you know what I'm saying four, and then mm-hmm. I did the last three. You know what I'm okay. saying? On um, when it dropped Sunday, I yeah. think I did the last three uh, Monday. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And knocked it all out last night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There so I, I'm Shit. caught up. I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Whenever you ready, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, break, we we'll talk about shit it. Down. You know what I'm saying? Get so, into it. We'll yeah, but I was it. like, you know what I'm saying? Why Damien ain't tell me this shit was this good? Nigga, <laughs> I think you need to listen. <laughs> I think you need to <laughs> listen this nigga, to so many tripping. He holding back. You know <laughs> right, what I'm saying? Right, Being right. All, all discreet nah. with the information. Nah, nah, nigga. I think you got to listen back to some episodes. I was like, fam, you need to fuck with this. This shit might be the best shit out right now. I don't want to fuck it up. Uh, yeah, man. I can, I, can, so, I can hear the people yelling at the speaker. Nigga, that nigga told you four weeks in right, a row, nigga. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> what you think? Talk to me. What were your thoughts? Let's get into Man, it. Fuck I mean, it. first of all, first of all, I I I, I enjoyed the sheer audacity of just the the blackness of it all. You know what I'm saying? Like the mm-hmm. the, the 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 portrayals of history, the the subliminals of the names. You know what I'm saying? Just how they did the whole shit and and in the storytelling. And it was like you know. A lot of times, you know, when you get a story that complex, the way that they was doing this sci-fi historical narrative all blended together, you know what you're saying? You usually get a lot of gaps in the story. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't a lot of gaps in the story, man. They, they did a great job, man, to, to be able to entertain, educate, and keep that shit black, black, you know, all at the same time. 
You know what I'm saying? You really don't, we really don't get those kind of jewels in Hollywood and media that often. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you get some of the, you know, the stereotypical tropes. You'll get, you know what I'm saying, some good stories here, some good stories there. You might get a good storyline within another story. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I didn't watch Watchmen, so I, I can't really um, say how far that went. But I know in this one, they were very thorough and and um, you know being they didn't they didn't take no shorts in the intelligence or like the smartness of it you know what I'm saying like really I'm not even I don't even feel qualified enough to break the whole shit down because it's a lot of literature that I haven't read that was referenced you know what I'm saying so you know what I'm saying I'm 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 not even qualified to break that shit down all the way but I would do what I do once. You know, I get the time to do it. You know what I'm saying? So now that now that I know what you were talking about, what were you trying to tell me? As far as what do you mean? Just the storyline. You know what I'm saying? Like I know you you know you broke down a whole lot of shit and I'ma break down a whole lot of shit. But from your perspective, uh, what did you take from it? Uh <clears throat> similar to you, you know, I didn't do a lot of like the supplemental reading or you know going into some of the references some of them if i caught a easter egg here or there like i you know i did some you know like cursory like reviews like i obviously sometimes i would i would fuck with the um the podcast that they got the Mm -hmm. uh you know they got one there's a couple others there's been you know there's been little groups where they'll be talking about uh you know past episodes and things of that nature mm-hmm. so i checked that out but honestly probably by the second episode and i think i said this before by the second episode i just strapped in and and let that shit take me wherever you right. know what I mean? Like I just right. was, I was open to it all. I realized that they were super expansive with what they were doing. And to your right. point, like they were covering a lot of ground. There's a bunch of different things that they would do, and then mm-hmm. things that would be coming at you and shit like that. And it right. was just like I, I was just there for it. I was, I was all in. I was and, every episode felt like a fucking adventure, and it and, was the shit each time. And, and that, that's that's funny because <clears throat> you are very against suspending your imagination and shit for some yeah, TV. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You like, man, I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? That's asking a lot to suspend my animation to believe that, you know what I'm saying, these warlocks are coming out the ground on you. Right. <laughs> but right, true. So so that says a lot that they were able to capture your attention and lock you in. You know what I'm saying? What what yeah, you, no. what you think it was that allowed them to bypass your Suspended animation bylaws. Let them pass the rope. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think it could, it could be a combination of a couple things. I think I respected the the sheer audacity and the 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 blackness of it. You right. know, like if um if black people are trying to push the envelope, I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm I'm witch. I'm complicit. Let's go. I want to see how far we can take now. If this was maybe some other shit, and I'm not even gonna say that because in a minute I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna talk a little bit about Game of Thrones, and I'm not sure had I started. I think I was watching Lovecraft before I jumped into Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. but 
you know, if the shit is done well, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, fuck it. And maybe, maybe, you know what? You know what? If I'm thinking about it, if I'm really being heady about the shit, maybe it's COVID. Mm. Maybe COVID was, maybe COVID was so much that your ass had to just sit down and, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, just be in this situation that you have no control of, mm-hmm. that you kind of find a bit of comfort in the fact that you don't really have control of much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you're going to give these people your attention, then don't don't be stingy with it. Go all in. Like, get the maximum benefit out of that shit. So mm-hmm. that's I think that's probably what it is, and maybe that's how I am moving forward. Maybe I'm a little less resistant. Maybe I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, man. Let's see what this shit is all about. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah, so yeah, I think there's that's the probably the three, the combination of all of that. Right, and so so for me, okay, you know what I'm saying? It, it drew me in just off of the setting itself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I it's based in the '50s, which to me is always symbolic of the whitest of times. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The happiest of white times, like happy days, were based. On the 50s, sock hops, brown cars, drive-in fucking restaurants with the skates. And, you know, they was having a great time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, TV, when music started hitting TV and shit like that. You know, rocking the beginnings of rock and roll. Like, they was having a ball. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. um, so anytime somebody references the 50s, it always brings about this uh, feeling of of, of dread of trauma you know what I'm saying because also in the 50s there was a lot of hanging niggas and, you know what I'm saying and burning crosses and all that kind of shit going on in the in the movies that we've seen growing up so anytime you've seen the 50s and those round cars it was a bad look you know what I'm saying so sad times it was sad yeah. times you know what I'm saying it was, a, a, it was a bad look when you see them rounded ass big cars so mm. they said it in the 50s which like I said, it was the whitest of times. But then, based in Chicago, which is like one of the blackest of cities. You know what I'm saying? So, I was already I was already intrigued just by those two facts. That, okay, this shit set in Chicago in the 50s. Okay, this is on. You know what I'm saying? So, you already know it's going to be some race tension. And it's going to be some black, black action. And so... You know what I'm saying? I, I I look forward to seeing what it was all about from there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for me, if I had to kind of describe it to somebody who never seen it, it's kind of like Stranger Things, except for grown black people for the most part on these missions trying to figure this shit out. Meets Stranger Things meets like the Essence Fest set in the 50s. Except for, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and not the Essence Fest in that the concerts, you know what I'm saying? But like in Just the, the blackness. Essence, yeah, the blackness and how Essence, they they congregate, they bring all of the black excellence or the black minds or, you know what I'm saying, the people who wrote books, the, they, you know what I'm saying, they got the people who performing, you got the people who hosting shit, you got people who are doing book signings and launch events. So they, Essence like congregates all of these different black talents in one space, and then all the black, black people come to see them. You know what I'm saying? It's like the Essence Fest is like you, Tyrese is going to always be celebrated. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
you know, Gail King and those, like all of those people, they're going to be there. Like all of the, the people who are doing things in the black community, they're going to all be somewhere in and around the SS Fest. You know what I'm saying? And it's not many events that does that. You know what I'm saying? At that scale. And then it's also a good ass time. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's like those two things, like Stranger Things meets the Essence Fest. Cause in the, in the, in the show, what they do is they not only give you the characters of the show, they give you these sub characters who are based around historical figures. You know what I mean? So they might not go into it. They might not say it, except they went into the Emmett Till story. But like, when she opened the, the the boarding house and shit, you know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, this is James. You know what I'm saying? He just wrote this novel. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, oh, mm-hmm. is this James Baldwin? Okay, cool, cool, cool. And this is Martin. You know what I'm saying? No, this is such and such, but he just changed his name to Martin. He's a preacher down there. I'm like, oh. So they, they plugging in all these historical figures within this story without actually, you know what I'm saying, taking you into all the stories. It's like, a, a, like the Harlem Renaissance in this piece. Because you got all these people here together that are going to be big names and big to the right. culture. You know what I'm saying? So in that sense, I, I respected the whole situation because, like, damn, I see what they're doing. They're teaching, and they're giving you a story that you can be entertained by and follow along with. Yeah, to that point, too, because honestly, how they did it is – basically how we'll probably be in that real time, right? So mm-hmm. you might be in a boarding house with James Baldwin and he wrote a book mm-hmm. and he, you know what I mean? Like, it was dope. That's your homie that wrote a book, but that's right. still your homie. Like, you know him. He's still, this is still at the beginning of his journey. This is be, before he becomes celebrated and iconic, before he dies, before everybody, like, has has mm-hmm. gone on about his impact, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, you know, I was having a conversation about this with a friend of mine today, like, depending on, you know, where you are in your realm, like, if you're, if you work in the arts or whatever, right, if you work with fancy, we were talking about, we were talking to another comedian, I was like, yo, there's comedians that are gonna be iconic that are our peers now, but when, you know, the, the benefit of time hits and you look back, or just like, when you talk to younger people, some of the shit that you've lived is iconic to them. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the fact that you were actually at a freak neck or the fact that <laughs> you remember, you know what I'm saying? They're like, wow, you were there. You know what right. I'm saying? Because all of the history now has built up and people have talked about it and it's been, you know, like it's been ruminated about and whatever, whatever. It's become historic in that moment. That's just James that live on the third floor. This nigga actually behind <laughs> on the rent. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to give him a little love because he wrote a decent book. Right. But uh, <laughs> he need to get my $50. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? You know? So I thought that, I think that was kind of cool because it's, and it also just shows like if we just bring it to modern day, mm-hmm. it kind of gives you the, uh, it kind of reminds you of the capacity for people to be great in the moment. Right. That, you know what I mean? Just doing some regular shit. You know what right. I'm saying? Just not even doing some regular shit because it's great, but just doing what they're driven to do. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes you might not be as celebrated in that moment, you know, until later on or the impact of what you've done mm-hmm. or what you have done may not be as profound in the same moment that you live in. Right. But 
if it's some shit, it's going to stand the test of time. We'll talk about that a little later, but go right. ahead. Keep going, nah, bro. No, nah, no, nah, but that's that's just like the guy who, you know what I'm saying, the H.P. Lovecraft guy who, who kind of started that whole movement of this type of storytelling. He wasn't mm-hmm. celebrated as much when he was alive, you know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. died, died broke, you know what I'm saying? But he did create a, a, a group of people who were very adamant about telling these types of stories. And I just found this out because I had to look it up after I watched the show, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, shit, let me see what was this all about, you know what I'm saying? Because this is new kind of storytelling to me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I've never been involved with this kind of sci-fi, you know what I'm saying? Basically, this shit was like black nerd core, and it didn't let up. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't mm-hmm. a shame to be super, super intelligent and smart about, you know, the right. characters and what they did and how they did it, and you know what I'm saying? And and um, you know, I just I loved it. Like I love the way they integrated, you know what I'm saying, the Green Book into the whole play. You know, mm-hmm. as as you know what I'm saying, the the, the Negro traveling guy. You know, mm-hmm. without saying it's the green book, it's the green book shit that existed in real life and they putting it in here and, and making it a part of a fictional story. Um, better, I guess, than the movie Green Book did itself, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to me, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you didn't have right. to, you wasn't, it wasn't as weighted. It wasn't as, here's a story about the green book. It was a story about people. And you know what I'm saying? Right. And that guy happened to do the green book, you know? Right. And, and was also fascinated with fantasy stories and reading and literature and all that shit. You know what I mean? I like that they uh, they made it a point to, uh, you know, identify this particular group of people as people who weren't slaves. They were here in America somehow, but they, they weren't slaves. They weren't descendant of slaves. So, you know, that was, that was an a interesting point. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when you start talking like that and you talk, start talking about people who are well-read and that uh, it gets to, like, them being bougie or, like, you know, them being uh, separate from everybody else. You know what I'm saying? But even within that that whole group of people, you had these family dynamics that were still some, you know what I'm saying, regular people shit, you know? You know, one brother cheated with the other brother's wife. I mean, oh, I don't mean to. To drop no spoilers, I hope we said no spoilers up top, but I think we didn't. But you know, what I'm saying? nah. But go ahead. Just, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying you had family, you you yeah. had family dynamics that were reminiscent of a normal family. It wasn't like we they created this this family that was so much higher than everybody else, and you know, was super good, and you know, they were super smart. You know, what I'm saying most right. most stories when you start getting that way, they start separating. The, the people in the classes like that. And it wasn't right. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, they make it accessible. Like, it's just like, uh, you know, kind of how you were talking about uh, the 50s for white people, right? Mm-hmm. It it just seemed like if you was white, you were having a great time. You know right. what I mean? Like, there was obviously the rich and poor and all of that. But when you turn on Happy Days, it just felt like anybody could probably walk up in that little diner. You right. know what I mean? White folks and enjoy themselves. Have a burger, right. see the fonts, whatever. This shit right. felt very accessible. These right. felt like people that you would know. Mm-hmm. And if they were brilliant or if they were brave or if they were, you know, doing some wild shit. They were still in arm's reach. They were still right. of the community, you right. know. And and, and like uh, 
Go ahead. Now, one of those things, what you said about, you know what I'm saying, it being accessible, Happy Days, and when they talk about the 50s, they make it really accessible. It's not all about being rich or nothing like that. Even the regular kids, like blue jeans and white T-shirts rolled up with a pack of Marlboro, that was like a regular old person. It wasn't even like no rich person. You know what I mean? It was just like the regular white boy was the iconic figure for America, that was the white boy we had to look at and say, "This is America. This is what this is what America does." And you had to watch that shit and be like, "Well, damn, I don't know nobody like that." You know what I'm saying? We right. don't do no shit like that. I, you know what I'm saying? That ain't our little thing. But that's one of the things they touched on in the show: how everybody had to look at, you know what I'm saying, the Americana of it all, and and that was our entertainment, even all the way in Korea. You know what I'm saying? They took all of these different characters and showed how each one of them was displaced within the world, whether it be as a black man, as a black woman, as a Asian woman in a whole nother country, even as mm-hmm. a white woman in a male-driven society. So they kind of put everything on an equal plane and told all of those stories of how each one of those people were disenfranchised in this society, which right. was dope because you never really get to see it like that in one So place. let me ask you this. What was, what were your top three favorite episodes? Man, I cried on the Tulsa episode. Mm. I cried tears, like. For real. <laughs> what else would you cry? <laughs> like you no, I'm just cry. saying, you know yes. how sometimes you get just get the little welling up of your eyes and shit. You hold, you right. hold your head back and, you know what I'm saying? Right. And then sometimes them shits just fall. I was like, damn. Them shits just What was fell. it about that? Because I just, I, you could just feel, you could just feel the fucking trauma in your DNA mm-hmm. of how you just chilling, minding your own black ass business and- mm-hmm. These motherfuckers just running through the town, burning shit down. You know what I'm saying? Yo shit, not businesses. You know what I'm saying? They burning down houses and, and killing people. With, you know what I'm saying? Just just out, just because you black. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. this that wasn't the only place that that happened. You know what I'm saying? It's just like a story that, that is just now getting its due and being told. But you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You, you, you killing it. You know what I'm saying? You burning down all of the businesses, whatever, however many blocks, 30 blocks of houses and businesses. Like, and then that's just it. Like, everything you knew is gone. All the people you knew are gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, the whole, basically, in this story, their family history is gone. It's just three young people left. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Out of mm-hmm. everybody. Like, mm-hmm. you could feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, as a black person, you understand what it feels like to be kind of targeted or looked at as a as a, as an enemy, and just to watch it play out. You know what I'm saying? And they didn't go through the whole series of how it all started, because for these people, this had nothing to do with how it started. It was just you and you chilling at home, minding your own goddamn business. And right. you know what I'm saying? They come through burning crosses and throwing shit through your window and shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit, man. Dropping bombs from planes. It was traumatic. Mm-hmm. And whatever it yeah. was, whatever it touched in my whole spirit and my DNA, it struck a nerve. And I cried, man. Mm. So and was I, that I don't, know, I don't even remember the last time I cried. 
Really? Uh, so you, you needed that. It wasn't one of those. It wasn't one of those. It wasn't one of them. It wasn't one of them. I like how you had to qualify. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it went, it, went, it, went, it went over the top. It was, it was, it was poignant. It was a Denzel yeah, ass yeah, cry. It was, it was a visceral uh, cry. It just dropped out okay. of nowhere. Like, it wasn't hilarious. Like, it didn't, I ain't <laughs> sob. <laughs> now you gotta reclaim some of your your, your manliness in, the, in, this, in this man-driven world. Test, you don't want to put that much vulnerability on the table. You like, hold on, let me get back a few dollars of vulnerability. You like, might, you like a Letty. <laughs> you like Letty. Really? I, I got to be invulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. So okay, yeah. so that's one. What else? What else? What else you got? Uh, episode you- wise. Uh, I like I I I I like the episode where she traveled in time, you know what I'm saying? With uh-huh. all across Hippolyta, yeah, Hippolyta was doing her timeline jumps, going over here and uh-huh. going over there. I like that because you know what I'm saying. It was a visual representation of the shit that I'm trying to do with myself mm-hmm. and within myself, and it's working. You know what I'm saying? It's working. It, you know what I'm saying? I don't have a visual representation like she had. Like, you could go here and you see a lady with a big afro and You know what I mean? But I can underst- I understand it. I think that's why we ended up talking about this on a previous episode when you said something about the supernatural. And I, um, But I wasn't watching the show yet, but we, you touched on that topic. Um, mm. But as I watched it, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I identify with it because... What I'm trying to do within my own spirit and my own timelines and shit is is equivalent to what she actually was able to do jumping through the portal. But I ain't got no machines and no I ain't had to go Raiders of the Lost Ark to get no key and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I just you know yeah. just tapped in, you know. Um, yeah. But it's 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 something that I feel works. You know what I'm saying? You go back yeah. to a certain space in yourself. And then change it, you know what I mean? And it's it's not traveling through time per se, but it's almost like that to me. And I don't really know how to explain it. I don't have the vocabulary to explain it. But when you go to a certain space in your time that you really didn't pay that much attention to and you're able to pay attention to it, grab some nuggets, and then jump back over to where you're at in the present to help yourself, that's, that's time travel some kind of way. It recontextualizes a lot of things too. Yeah. Kind of, you can kind of trace back maybe why you behave one way exactly. based on an event that happened way back in the day. Just, and it could have just been a small nugget, just like when they went back, when they went back to Tulsa, and they was just seeing these small little things. That's like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. If you take that look, if you take a deeper look from a, a more uh, a calmer state with with the right. with the intent to do it, you can do that same shit in your real life right now. It's like that shit look like science fiction, like a motherfucker, because it's all acted out with actors and and big budgets and you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. you can do that shit in real life with with minus the budget and the, the drama. Mm. So I, I I identify with that that episode. Uh, what what was you said three, mm-hmm. uh, shit three. I guess the the 
when she when she bought the house and she had the grand vision of making that shit a boarding house in the middle mm. <laughs> that shit might have been a problem in any neighborhood let alone a black lady moving into a white neighborhood for the first time and then just bringing a a boarding house full of <laughs> cats you know what I'm saying right. so she, right. you know what I'm saying she was very ambitious and she was you know what I'm saying she represented a certain type of freedom that that uh I think a lot of women in the movement are, are, you know what I'm saying, fighting to to get that recognition of that type of freedom. You know, she was, right. to me, uh, Letty was like, was like um, uh, um, Suge Avery, but her story wasn't based on being able to charm men. You know what I'm saying? Her story was based on her own talents and her own... Uh, bravery and her own freedom of just, you know what I'm saying, throwing caution to the wind. You know what I'm saying? She right. was always the first one in, you know what I'm saying, last one out, you know? Right. She, you know what right. I'm saying, when it, when it was a mission, she was in first. When they, the, my favorite scene was when, you know what I'm saying, they was in the in the restaurant trying to eat in the white people restaurant and she peeped mm-hmm. out the scenario like, oh shit, it's time to go. And she came through running, we got to get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jump behind the wheel and women, black women, I guess, I don't know if it's just women or black women, wasn't supposed to drive in that area because they, they said that in that. And one and part of the script was like, you know, I know I ain't supposed to drive, but shit. You know what I'm saying? But she jumped behind the wheel and she was the getaway driver. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. her character represented that type of leadership and freedom and bravery, you know what I'm saying, in, yeah. a, in a woman. Yeah. yeah, she was bold. She was super right. bold, like all the way through that. Like even how she, because there's that one moment in that same episode where she kind of she introduces herself in that way, where it's like, uh, hold on a second, I just want to make sure that I'm I'm getting the exact uh, the what you call it, the exact uh, first and last name, but there's a part where I think it's Courtney B. Vance. Mm-hmm. Who kind of, you know, in that moment, they still kind of getting to know each other, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, she's she's she got the she got the whip, she's driving the shit. And uh, what is going on here? I'm trying to IMDB this shit just so I can get the whole shit. But oh, George for the sake of character. No, not George. Oh. But when he's like, yo, um, hold on, y'all. He's kind of like, he's talking to her. Why the fuck is it giving me everything that I I don't need? The shit is not letting me see the the actual character page. But what, I'm just drawing. But basically, what's, what's the, what's the she says, though? the whole part is, she's driving that shit, and he keep calling her, yo, what's up with this girl? That girl, da 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 And she's like, motherfucker, I'm, Let- I'm Letitia. J- I don't know if her last name was James. Lewis, I might be getting Lewis, a conf- Lewis. Letitia Lewis, because I'm getting confused, I think, with a, a Brooklyn congresswoman. Yes. But she's like, I'm Letitia Lewis, motherfucker. Like, and it was just like, that was it. Like, that set the tone for who she was. Right. Because the way she even operated, even on a certain level, it might be too bold for people now. You know what I'm saying? Like no she doubt. was, she was, a, she was a visionary. She was bold. She was herself. She didn't 
tamp herself down at any point. She was who she was going to be. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and didn't really yield to nobody. So right. and, and I it, always appreciated that. And it wasn't out of just, because that's what I'm just, I ain't going to yield. It was, she was actually solving problems. She was actually in the fight. You know what I'm saying? She was going to jump in the fray and get shit done. So, you know what I'm saying? It was yeah. it was not for 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 naught. It wasn't just for style. It wasn't just for I'm I, I just do what I want. I say what I want. It's right. I'm I'm out here in the world. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. doing what I do. I left where I came from. Went out in the world. You know what I'm saying? It was a dope photographer. You know what I'm saying? I met a bunch of you know cool people around the world, talented people, and I don't fit in to. The regular mode, and I'm not gonna do the regular mode shit. And that shit is cool, man, woman, or child. You know what I'm saying? But uh. a lot of times, when a woman is that way, it's not as celebrated as when a man is that way. You know what I'm saying? Until they break all the way the fuck through and become who they become. But along the way, people think you, you know what I'm saying? You a fuck up. People think, you know what I'm saying? People think all this kind of stuff. Like, you need to be, you need to stay in your lane. Tamed. Getting, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Get a job. The disruptor. Get married. You know what I'm saying? Do all this stuff. And, yeah. you know, some people are built to to roam and explore and be be who they, who they are. Explore who they are. You know? Yeah. My three, if I had to do the top three, I think um, I like the episode... Where Ruby becomes this white woman, and she works in that uh, what was it uh, Marshall Fields? I think when mm-hmm. she works in the store, and she kind of goes back and forth, and I think that shit was just ill on so many different levels. Just kind of, just how you looking at uh, when, because and how it started, you didn't even realize what was happening. Right. So when she runs out in the, she wakes up as this white woman, and she runs out into the street. The way like the black people kind of give her space, they be mm-hmm. backing away from her. But she's a black woman; she's still looking at these as her people, right. and they fearful of her. They don't want to, you know. what I mean, I think it's even a point where, you know, uh, I think she knock a boy down or a boy knocks her down or something. The cops pull up, ready to, yeah, to ready to, like, to Emmett Till his ass, right? To get it to, you know, what I mean, go in full assault mode. And she's like, chill, chill, chill. You know, nah, it's all good. You know, basically, it's all good. You know, show, you don't got to go that hard. Show some restraint. Now, had that just been a black woman, they'd have been like, all right, out the way, whatever, and done what they came to do. Yeah, they would took her ass to jail. Right. But as a, a white woman, it was just like, it just starts to show the shit. It kind of reminded me of, you know, obviously on a way lighter note, but it, it was reminiscent of the whole Eddie Murphy sketch back in the days when right. he was a white man. Right. He's in the world. And then, just, just visually... Seeing her morph and like the the fucking skin peeling away and mm-hmm. falling off and the blood and all of right. that shit, that was <laughs> that was some fly shit. Like that was some old real gory sci-fi. It was gory. Shit. It, was, it, was, it was fly in execution, but that shit was nasty as fuck. It <laughs> was it was some, <laughs> it was gory as shit. So you see that uh, even the way like just kind of how they would try to uh, leverage. The proximity to to black people. It's like, yo, take us down to to the south side of Chicago so we could meet some men. You know what I mean? So we could meet, we could go to the to the dance. Can you get us in? Can you? You know what I mean? Like it was kind of real culture vulturous. You know what I mean? So that one, I like that episode a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you I, you spoke about it, but I like the Hippolyta where she's going through you know time and realm after realm, and she's dancing with Josephine Baker. And she's smoking weed and sniffing coke and wilding out, and then she's on some old some some black woman Sparta three hundred shit, and they mm-hmm. busting ass out there. You know, I yeah. thought that was fire. But 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 you know, what I'm saying that probably was a historical reference to the women that the Black Panther warriors were based on. You see what I'm saying? Maybe, I'm not sure. You see, the Black Panther warriors was based on a real group of women in Africa that were warriors. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you mean Black Panther the movie? I'm thinking Black Panther the the group. No, the movie. The movie Black Panther that had the women warriors, they were based on an actual tribe of women warriors in Africa. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And it seems like that she jumped into that timeline of those women warriors. So, you know what I'm saying? It's all, you know, it's reinforcing a lot of different ideas. Yeah. And then my final one, I like the the Diane episode with them little the fucking jigaboos, the whatever, the little... Yeah, you talked about that. <laughs> yeah, that shit was... That shit was just ill again, like this the choreography of it, how they came across, how spooky and weird they looked and right. you know, it was a it was a wild little episode. So right. Yeah, those are my top but it, three. It, but it was weird. I was still I'm still trying to figure out, you know what I'm saying, why that she turned into those, you know what I'm saying? And it was a curse by the white police. Do the white police make you a jig? You know what I'm saying? They want you to be a jig, or you know what I'm saying? Are you you know what I mean? Well, what is it about those jigs? And the police that that connected. That's what I'm still trying to figure out. But yeah, yeah, her whole her whole storyline was was cool because she was Emmett Till's best friend. You know what I'm saying? And and it just how they did that whole shit was uh, was just ill, man. They 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 told a hell of a story, man. They told a hell of a story with this shit. But um, the the crazy shit is I I, I didn't come up with this on my own. I was I saw it on the online thread that. Hippolyta, the mother of Diana, was the same as, as Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was Diana, her mother was Hippolyta in in um in in that whole series. So, mm, so the Amazon women. Yeah, the Amazon women. So, you know what I'm saying? It was it was interesting that they 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 made that connection. Like like so many things and like it's so many, like you would have to go watch it again just to to get more of the references, but there's so many references in there that, you know, were a trip. But did you catch, you know what I'm saying, this is another spoiler type of scenario. In the end, when Diana, you know, crushed the um, Christina Brathwaite's throat, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, uh-huh. with the mechanical arm, did you right. notice that when, um, when um, Tick came back through the portal with the book, the Lovecraft Country book, that he said that a hooded woman with a mechanical arm, with a robotic arm, gave him the book. Nah, I didn't catch that. When he was sitting on the curb talking to um, Montrose? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He said that a, a hooded woman with a mechanical arm gave him the book and pushed him back through the portal. So that could be Diana. Pushing, you know right. what I'm saying? Pushing from the future, pushing him back through to save her, save her and everybody else. Shit is crazy. Right. There's so it, many motherfucking twists and turns to go back and deliberate. 
Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, which makes it even... That's what makes it so dope. Mm-hmm. You know, these are those type of series where, like, there's all of the supplemental shit to look into because I've also heard um, people saying that the Diana character at the end was, like, an allusion to Darth Vader. Mm. Um, you, you hear all types of wild shit, so you got you to gotta go back and, and check it out, which, which makes it even more enriching because right. it doesn't really stop. Right. I got a question, though. Mm-hmm. Do you think... It's a a one and done, or you think it's going to be another season? I think it might be a one and done. It could be a one and done, but, you know, uh, capitalism, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, may look at it another way. I don't know. If it's a one and done, I'm satisfied. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I would love to see uh-huh. more, but I would, love, I would hate to see it play out. You know what I'm saying? I would hate to see it be diluted. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how long it took to develop the storyline that they had, and I'm not sure how closely it's related to the actual book, but they did it, dog. They did it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't realize, oh, um, H.P. Lovecraft is a racist, though. That's he might have been, that's but, but I don't think, yeah, no, I don't he was. think that he was. this particular uh, storyline is based on him. You know what I'm saying? It's actually another guy that wrote a book called Lovecraft Country, that is more mm-hmm. based on, um, so you know he. I mean, it's shit. This was he was in the what he was in the thirties and forties, or I don't know when was with Love Lovecraft. Shit, it was common. I yeah, mean, he I'm was. I mean, racism was was the law. Like you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> like he was white in that era. Shit, I'm sure he was racist. No, I, it is. He was. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, uh, well, well, now you the other you, thing. Where did you hear that? Uh, Journey Smollett said that I was so that's is this is the reason why it might I feel like it might just be a one and done. Mm-hmm. She was on Quest Love Supreme this last this past uh, week, mm-hmm. and they were going through it, and uh, she kind of hinted that this might be it. It could go right. either way, but kind of hinted that it might be it because you know, given also the fact that like if you look at shows like Power, P Valley. Whatever the case, a bunch of these shows, it's like by like week two, week three, they saying, yo, season two has been greenlit. It's definitely (laughs) coming. You know what I'm saying? And that's just based off of performance. I believe that this shit had the same level of eyes, if not more, than all those other shows. So if there was intended to be a second season, that would have been announced by then. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, because shit, like, and, and it's not, it's not, like, uh, uncommon for that to happen because I feel like that's what they're doing with Watchmen. I think Watchmen right. is a one and done. Yeah, Watchmen is a one so. and done. And see, okay, this, this joint is the, the, the novel that it's based off of is by Matt Ruff, which came mm-hmm. out in 2016. So, yeah. Matt Ruff is a white guy. He might be racist. He might not be. You know what I'm saying? But... Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not ba- like Lovecraft. The interesting thing about H.P. Lovecraft, which probably is why he might be turning in his grave, because he made his stuff open source. It was like anybody mm-hmm. could take from it and build upon it. Like he wasn't tripping. You know what I'm saying? He he intended it to be for stories to be built off of the shit that he created. So, you know, he might not have intended that, you know what I'm saying? Black people would take it and or somebody would take it and make it a black story. But that speaks to this story itself when they brought uh, Titus back 
And he was like, well, who the fuck are you using the book and the magic? You know what I'm saying? This wasn't meant for black people. What is your black ass doing here bringing me back? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that might be a nod to H.P. Lovecraft, the racist. You know what I'm saying? And I think they're no. I think they say it actually in the. Um, I think they say it in the first episode. Well, they, they say. say he's racist. Right. They say something to that effect that he's racist. Like they say, no doubt. It. They say that's it what in I'm the saying. First episode. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. In the last episode, them bringing Titus back might be a nod to using the racist's work. You know what I'm saying against him. You know what I'm saying. Right. That, that's Who's a, Titus. Titus was the the guy who. Uh, who started the magic shit that uh, had the baby with the black lady who was kept running out the house. You know what I'm saying? The ancestor that linked uh, Tick to oh, Christina. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So Titus, gotcha. when they brought him back up in the end, and then he was like, what the fuck? Why did you bring me back up? You know what I mean? Oh, right, right. Yeah. He's in the circle. And then he's yeah, like, he's and who are you? You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like, right. All these black people, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm your ancestor player. And then he's like, God damn it, Hattie. <laughs> this one minute. Because then you. at the end, also at the end, when the uh when the spell is going through, they say explicitly it's like they got rid of all the white people. The well, they, they was like They're saying that she said that uh she took the magic not just from Christina, but from all white people. Oh, I thought she said they got rid of all white nah, people. Nah, they said they took the magic away from all white people. Oh, uh, okay. Uh. So, basically, that one lady that was having an affair with Titus, her uh-huh. her bloodline saved the book, and the book was able to save her bloodline, and then they were able to take the magic away from all the white people so that black people could live Got them in their own space and be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? So wait, so that one lady that you always see in the burning house, that's the one that had the affair with Titus? Yeah, she the one, uh-huh. she was pregnant. She was pregnant uh-huh. when she was running out of the house. And she was the only right. one that survived. Right, okay, got you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, it's almost like you got to do the knowledge. You can study this yeah, shit. Yeah, you got to do I'm the sure. knowledge now. You got to do the knowledge in this shit. You ain't just finna just skim through it. This would be a good. This would be a good little uh, material for like a college course, like or like one of these you know film crit courses where they kind of just sit down and break down some shit. Like I could see this shit being in some type of classroom where everybody got their own mm-hmm. theories and things of that nature. Because I'm seeing it, I'm seeing it unfold already on the internet and yeah. certain apps and shit like that. So it's pretty ill. And and it's dope it's, some, it's dope to ahead. see it's dope to see in the, in the black community us having something that we could dig through the layers and the layers and the layers. But go ahead. Right. Right, right, right. Speaking of um this ain't the black community, but um so I just finally finished uh season 3 of Game of Thrones, right? And again, like I don't really oh. like to talk too much about it because I don't. This is the thing I don't want to really bring up characters that I'm fucking with because not that you would do it intentionally, but just the way you may respond when I bring up somebody, it might indicate if they died or not. If I bring up somebody, you'd be like, "Who? Wait, which? You know no, what I mean?" I'm, I'm, I'm like, not going to oh. indicate if he died. I was I just going to no, indicate I mean, if you, I fuck with him I'm, or not. Right, but you might not even know that you do it in a way that you'd be like, Wait, "You think which I'm gonna give it away?" If, Man, you could talk to me. Well, if 
Nah, 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 nah. Because, nah. I mean, it already kind of happened when I brought up somebody. You was like, wait, which cat? And then you had to think back. So I know, obviously, this motherfucker didn't make, didn't it, to make it to the, the later seasons. Oh, yeah, if he make it to the later seasons. Oh, anyway, i tell you this. i tell you what was fucking dope real fast. Um... So I saw the I finally saw the Red Wedding episode, right? Mm-hmm. Now, this is the thing. Like again, I didn't watch the show, but this this, this late, cert- late late D on the Game of Thrones. Yeah. Go ahead. Certain shit, certain shit is uh it just transcended culture. Mm-hmm. Like you would hear about you would hear about you know how you there's certain shit like there's certain there's like before I even seen Color Purple, I knew you told Harpo to beat me. Right, you know what right, I mean? Because right. it just it just made it into the zeitgeist. Right. So everybody was like, "Oh, that Red Wedding episode, crazy! The Red Wedding, da 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 da." So I'd always heard about it. Mm-hmm. And um, the interesting thing is that the the episode is not called the Red Wedding. Right. Like, I ain't know that. So the episode's not called the Red Wedding, which was beautiful because you ain't know it's coming. I, I, I didn't know it was kind. I didn't see the shit coming at all. So that shit, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And <laughs> that shit, that shit was such a dope episode. First of all, even before it even went down, there's one thing that I, I mean, just to point out, like there's so much shit going on in Game of Thrones that I, I appreciate. And we'll really get into it as I get further along. Like I'll revisit, mm-hmm. but I just want to talk mm-hmm. about this in particular. Um, there's so many like just funny moments in Game of Thrones in particular in this episode where I, uh, Lord Fry, you know, he's uh he's bringing his daughter, his daughter down about, the aisle. Walter Frey, Walter Frey. Walter Frey, Walter Frey. Yeah. I don't know why I call him Lord. Walter Frey's bringing his daughter down the um down the aisle and shit, and she's in the cloak. You know right. what I mean? And we didn't see he introduced all, all, all his, his ugly, daughters. All his ugly ass. <laughs> yeah. So you Children. like, all right, damn. So basically you kind of, like, they building that little bit of suspense. You know what I mean? His man at the front, the Lord at the at the front is like, uh, I'm biting the bullet. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then they, they pull through, and then it's the reveal. Mm-hmm. And, oh, shit, she all right. She, she all right, She boy. cute. You know what I'm saying? She cute, right? <laughs> so then, hold on. So then uh, what was so funny was his man, his man was like, oh, shit. But the, the look that... Walter Frey gave uh, Rob Stark, like, nigga, I told you, I, I, I might have had one you. for you. You know what I mean? Like, you fucked up. I had something nice up. for you. you. Fucked up. Oh, dog, that shit made me laugh, dude. That was such a funny shit. Yeah, because Rob ain't want no pause of that shit. You know what I'm saying? He, you know what I mean? He, yeah, man. He, he bet it all on, it, on love as opposed to business. When his mama was yeah. like, man, you need to handle this business, man, because you, you gave your word. You like, man, yeah. fuck that. I ain't marrying one of them ugly-ass motherfuckers. Got my yeah, that own. That shit was fun. That shit was funny. And then what was so ill, just how the turn happened. You know what I mean? Like, And the only reason was two reasons that I, I, I kind of, not that I caught the turn, but I may have caught the turn a little earlier, is... um. I've been going back and forth with it, but I ain't gonna lie. I'm getting to that to that age where I've been <laughs> watching. I watch the TV with the captions on. Oh yeah, <laughs> sometimes, oh, yeah. most definitely. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you can't hear all that shit. So I, I watched the I whole just, fucking um, uh, Lovecraft with the captions, nigga. You got because you can't miss shit. You can't. Yeah, miss you don't want to miss anything. So I got the captions on, and in, in the episode prior, 
you hear the story about the song The Reigns of the Castamire. Reigns of Castamire. Right? That's a Lannister joint. Yeah. So basically, there's that point where the band starts playing that shit. Mm-hmm. And then Stark's mom's Catlin, she looks up. Like, like she what, look up. Why the like, fuck they playing that shit? Like the DJ playing some bullshit. Like you know, and, you know and, how and, know how them rappers be when when the DJ play a song with with the with the crew you beefing with and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, motherfucking Ja Rule in the club and they play Fifty Cent. That shit's right, a problem. Right, right, DJ right. get beat up. That's types. That's how that shit was. How you playing the Lannister right. shit up in here, nigga? We from the north. Yeah, so then it was that point, and then when she flipped the motherfucker's sleeve and saw that he had the chainmail on, and then slapped the shit out that nigga like, ha! And it was like, Rob, shit about to jump off, and then they wake they up, went, nigga. They got busy. They got busy on it. They stabbed up his lady, and in the, in the that in, was in the that was brutal. It, yeah. yeah, it got brutal. Yeah, that, it shit, got that wild. shit was that shit was fucked up, man. So yeah, man, I'm in the midst of this. I'm I'm enjoying this. Uh, this Game of Thrones run, man. It is. It's definitely. It's definitely all it's been hyped up to be. You know what I mean. I'm. I'm definitely way late on it, but I feel like I'm still on time. No doubt. So uh, well, you got to get in when you get in. Shit, it ain't. You know, it's there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, it's cool. It's cool. You know what else is good though? Um, and it's not too far along. Fargo. I've been saying that. I don't know if you get a chance to check that shit out, but Fargo's been fucking good this season. I guess that's man. next because I um I this shit is done and shit. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> Fargo is next. I go check out yeah. Fargo. I don't even know where that's at and what, you know what I'm saying. But how many I need to catch up? But I could I could check it out and see where it's at. Yeah, it's probably maybe four episodes in. Each Fargo season is its own independent thing, so it's not one of these things where you gotta. Watch all of the other seasons. You could just watch this season independent. This the the Chris Rock season. Okay. It's probably about four episodes and it's on FX. Shit is good. I would like you to check it out if you yeah, if yeah, you yeah. catch it to it, because then we we could chop it up. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. See, I gotta figure out how to do my Hulu shit because that shit don't work. That shit only work when you're in your own house in New York. And I'm in um Atlanta either. Really? I'm gonna have to do another trial for another account. Cause they don't let you move around with that shit. That's some fucked up shit. What you mean? Cause like to well, it might work for the effects, just the the backstories, but like the live, it don't let you oh. take it house to oh. house. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, okay. Netflix and all that shit. Interesting. That shit oh, only so let like you. That, that shit only let you do it on one Wi-Fi, and then when you move right, to the right. next, you had to switch it over. But they said I done switched it over too many times, nigga. You done. So uh, uh. here's what it is. So I check it out. I figure out how to get it. You know what I'm saying? I just start a new trial or some shit like that and watch the Fargo. You know yeah, 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 yeah. You might still be able to watch it without doing a new trial because it's not live. Like it's on, right. like FX is on Hulu. Like they right. got a FX on Hulu shit. So you might just be able to just watch the uh, once they come up, like the day after they they up there for streaming. So. Okay. It's available. Yeah, you don't got to watch it in the moment. All right, I don't really watch nothing in the moment no more. You know what I mean? Maybe Lovecraft. I was doing that, not in the moment, but like on, on the night on of. that week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, on that. Out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That and power. I ain't gonna lie, power too. Yeah, I got front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, old power done took a hiatus. Power coming back after the election. Damn. After fifty vote for Trump. 
I think that's some bullshit. I, mean, I think that's a troll. But it's a powerful troll from, you know what I'm saying, from somebody who got influence. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah. if it's, it's, you know what I'm saying, it's probably a troll, but you know what I'm saying, 50 always looking out for 50 anyway, so it don't really matter. It ain't, 50, right. 50 ain't nobody you looking forward for, you know, like, hey, what he say, you know what I'm saying, let me take a look at. You know what I'm saying? 50, you watch his moves and you have to study him for, it's like reading, you know what I'm saying, Machiavelli, you know what I mean? So it's right. like he playing for he playing for his own sake, you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to, you had to yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah, it's interesting. I had a whole conversation, not even about the fifty thing. The fifty thing kind of came after the conversation, but you know, all of this controversy about Ice Cube and him meeting with Trump or whatever. I, I me personally, I'm not willing to cancel Ice Cube over this shit. Nah, because because. Cause what Ice Cube he had a plan for Black America or whatever I don't know what his plan was but for him to meet with both sides that that, that just makes fucking sense you know what I'm saying like negotiation yeah it's, it's yeah. like hey if you gonna be in this is what you need to do for the blacks and then you go over here if you gonna be in this is what you need to do for the black I mean I don't see that as no no conflict but with Trump. If you meet with him, people be like, yo, you cancel, nigga. Like, you can't even talk to the motherfucker because he's so fucking divisive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was my thing. But to that point, like, so I had we had this conversation. I was talking about that. I was like, yeah, optics-wise, it looks bad. To that same point, Trump is, is you know, he's polarizing, right? So anybody that's talking to him, you know, you're going to get the stain on him. And they, they used it. They kind of... Because he was talking to these people behind the scenes. Right. But then they used it as propaganda. They tweeted the whole shit. We in, you know, we in talks with Ice Cube. You know, they trying to leverage his his name or whatever. Right. And, um, but what bugged me out, and it's even beyond this, but the person was like, you know, this is a life or death uh, election. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I say it's game seven for democracy, but I'm saying that just to be funny. But, you know, like, I don't believe it's a life or death. I think we had this conversation a little while ago where, like, I think I was talking to, I don't know if I said it over here, but I found myself one day looking at Mitch McConnell's face. Mm -hmm. And I was so fucking angered. I don't want to say triggered. I was just, I was angry. Like, I I hated this motherfucker. And I realized at that moment, like, I don't know this cat. I just don't really (laughs) like his politics. I don't like a lot of things about him, but... Personally, I don't know him, but the way that I feel, like I shouldn't even feel like this because there's 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 a disconnect with the fact that like I ain't never met this man. He ain't never did nothing to me personally. He ain't never mushed me, did nothing to my people. You know what I'm saying? I don't fuck with his politics. I don't like the way he comes across. He's just he's he's irksome. But I felt like this motherfucker, like damn near make your your, your blood pressure go up. You right. know what I'm saying? Like similar to the Trump and shit. And it made me be like, yo, man, I got to take the emotion out of this shit because we only got limited control. Like, you stay as invested in politics as you can, but, you know, you get to vote once. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? In the general election, that's that's really it. You 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 know what I mean? You, you go for who you go for, and you hope that your person wins. You hope that the majority wins. You hope that the this you know... The shit isn't rigged or whatever happens. Right. But whatever happens, 
you're gonna have to live through it. Either that or you're gonna die. So like when we say, you know what I mean? But like when we say, yo, this is life or death, I think the drama like the drama in politics, especially over the last maybe 15 years, probably, maybe even 20 years that I can recall, probably even longer than that, but definitely the last 20 years with Bush Jr. and the whole Katrina shit and George Bush don't like black people and then, you know, people really, you know, Obama being polarizing to white people that can't really fathom a black man telling them what to do or being in power and then Trump being the swinger, the pedestal, I mean, the pendulum and he's emboldening these racists and all of these type of people and he don't really give a fuck about anything but the way and with the 24 hour news cycle compounded and everybody kind of like stirring the pot before they even bring you the shit like it could make you so emotionally invested in some shit to that you really got limited control in and that shit ain't the best for your health or for my health i'm gonna say <laughs> so like like because you know because that's like oh, I all i could do is vote that's it all I could do is vote and hope that my candidate wins. It's like it's like playing the number. Right. You know what I'm saying? After that, it is what it is. I'll be involved in, you know, local elections and shit like that. But again, my control is pretty limited, but my emotional investment was way deeper than the control that I got. So I, that's just how I felt about the shit. I don't know where you at with it. What you think? I'm not emotionally invested in none of that shit because I know I can't control none of that shit. I do my part, keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Because right. whatever it is, you got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, emotionally, Obama won. It felt good to have a black president. But in real life, it was probably my most fucked up times. You know what I'm saying? During his mm. era. You know what I'm saying? The recession hit. It was a whole lot of fucked up shit for me. But I don't blame that on him, per se. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that's how politics go. You're supposed to blame it on the motherfucker who was in office. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, Trump is his off. Trump is in an office right now. Shit, shit is pretty good for me. That don't mean I'm attributing it to Trump. But, right. you know what I'm saying? That's just how shit go. You know what I mean? So, I don't get too tied up in all that shit. Like, locally, you're supposed to get involved and do what you got to do because that affects you most, wherever your local municipality shit is. But I don't get too tied up in these characters. They like WWE to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like like getting too involved with, you know what I mean, with the Iron Sheik or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the shit is, they just playing their roles. No matter who, right. to me, I ain't nobody. I don't know shit. But to me, whoever in the seat... They got to play the role of CEO to the corporation that already exists. Somebody else controlling that corporation, whoever the shareholders are, they really controlling that corporation while that CEO is in the seat doing his job. So when when Obama got elected, I was, you know, my wife was like, oh, yeah, black man. You know what I'm, saying? I'm like, y'all going to love him until you have to start killing people and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but you know what I'm saying? But if, if you look at the shit, you know what I'm saying? That's the right. job, you know what I'm saying? Under yeah. Obama, nigga, they killed all of them, all the motherfuckers. That whole Middle Eastern section, they locked that whole shit down. You know what I'm saying? Drone gang, drone yeah. gang. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Osama, motherfucking shit. All the motherfuckers over there. They had Egypt in the uproar. They, you know what I'm saying? 
There's a whole lot going on over there under his under his watch, you know. Under Trump watch, there's a whole lot of shit going on that we ain't paying attention to. Then the next motherfucker get in, he got to do a whole bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, under Trump, it seems like a whole lot of that shit is uh, being affected here on the ground. You know what I mean? You know, he got his whole mm-hmm. little shit with China and all that shit, but really on the ground here is the relationships and the relations in America are fucked up under him because it's just the way he, he pushing shit left and right. You know what I mean? But if you get caught up in that shit, you'll get, you'll get left behind in this fucking era. I'm not getting left in this era. And I'm going, I'm moving on to the next shit with whoever the fuck in here or not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, shit. What can you control? If they're going to be the president, they're going to be the president. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think that, uh, well, I don't want to say that, but I, I think maybe personally, after Obama, since it was, you know, it made it, it was historic and it was it was great to see a black president. It made politics a little bit more sexy. You know what I'm saying? So you like, oh shit, I'm into this. I'm fucking with it. I'm watching. It was always good to see him come to the podium and say some some smart shit. You know what I mean? Be poised and all of that other shit. But if I think about the rest of my life, I didn't really give that much of a fuck about who the president was. Like I knew who they were, but it was very abstract. Right. You know, obviously I wasn't an adult all of that time, but still like I, you know, when I think about how much I'm affected personally mm-hmm. by the president, it's 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 probably the percentage is probably very low outside of with the Obama shit. Like morale was dope. It felt good. It was right. like it was good to see. It was cool symbolically or whatever. But to your point, it was a lot of wild shit going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? America's gonna America. Yeah, America's gonna America. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Under Bush, they did their thing. They went to war. They went on into Afghanistan. They stole all the poppy fields and shit. You know what I'm saying? They stole the oil line. You know what I'm saying? After him, they got the poppy fields. Then what happened under Obama and shit? You know what I'm saying? You had the opio- opioid addiction shit popping. They got the poppy fields. Then the opioid shit popped off. You know what I'm saying? It's strange to me. But, mm. you know, then mm. under under Trump, you got a whole other shit. Like, you got you got this social unrest. You got the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? But even with the pandemic, you look at the shit, and it's like the real stimulus is coming from, like, the addicts and the, the dope game and shit. Because you see all the dope dealers is thriving. You know what I'm saying? The dope economy mm. is thriving under Trump. You know what I'm saying? Under the pandemic, where everything is kind of supposed to be at his businesses are being fucked up. And you know what I'm saying? But the, like, it seemed to me, I don't know, the real stimulus looked like it's coming from the streets. You know what I'm saying? It's coming from, mm. you know what I'm saying, the people who are on the drugs, that are buying the drugs, that are doing more of the drugs, that are drinking more of the alcohol, that are, you know what I'm saying, taking more of the pills during this pandemic mm. shit while you're stuck in the house. That shit is booming. Right, right. So when you when you go to the motherfucker and you, and you see the Louis Vuitton store and the line down the block, that shit is very suspicious to me. It's, that mm. shit ain't no stimulus checks because them shit's been gone. Mm. So what's the real stimulus? You know what I'm saying? And you know it ain't it ain't the show that we watching on TV. It's the shit that's really popping off. That's interesting. 
Man, it ain't just it ain't us that's motherfucking winning from that shit. Somebody else winning. The shit is still booming. Under the radar. Why is why it's supposed to be a recession? Like why it's supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? All the businesses are down and you know what I'm saying, the economy is down and the movie theaters are shut down and all this shit. But them goddamn addicts are still using. Like a motherfucker. Yeah, ain't got nothing but time. Yeah, they sitting around. Ain't got nothing but time. So where that money go? Uh, that money go back into shit. the economy. You know what I'm saying? It's the underworld. And not even, not even, because we if if oh, we if we look if we look at what Reagan and and the Bush senior them did with the Iran Contra scandal, we understand mm-hmm. that that money was really going somewhere. Off the books, mm. they was using that the dope money from the original crack era to fund. The, the the you know what I'm saying the the Nicaraguan war whatever fucking war that was they was funding with dope money. You watch Snowfall, that shit Snowfall happening right now. Mm. That's some deep shit. I gotta I gotta look into that. I can't even comment that deep. Boy, I'm be honest with you. I feel like you just said some shit that's like Lovecraft Country. <laughs> I gotta really <laughs> look at what's going on. Like. Wait a minute. So that's the stem. Okay, I gotta, I gotta build me one of them little, you know, the little wire diagrams, the mob boss diagram, where you see, okay, you look at the trickle down. You're like, oh shit. The trickle up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can yeah. see that the trickle down is obvious. The trickle up. From the ground up. The trickle yeah. up is the question. Hmm. Man, that's deep. Oh shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look more into that shit. We're gonna have to talk more about that shit offline because that. I might, I'm gonna ask some more pointed questions that I might not want on the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, that's some shit. Yeah. Oh man. What else? Anything else going on with you? Anything right, else you want to chop it up you know about? I'm saying today when this shit come out is my wife's birthday. I want to say happy birthday to the queen. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's what's oh, up. Good. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's what it is. Yeah. That's dope. Yep. All right. So, there you go. People getting older. Living life yeah. in the midst of this pandemic. Living life. There you go. Rare it up. There it is. Oh, shit. All right. Well, uh, until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. We get in the conversation. Yeah. Peace.